0: Welcome back, everyone, to our show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach helping mompreneurs balance that juggling act. Today on the show, I have a super, super excited guest. I'm excited with her today. Her name is Dawn (laughs) Wiggins, and she is the founder and owner of Dawn Wiggins Therapy and Help Towards Hope. She knew at the age of 12 she wanted to become a psychotherapist. So Dawn, I want to welcome you to the show because that is one of the most intriguing things I've ever said about any guest before.
1: Oh, thanks, Rhonda. Thank you so much for having me, inviting me on your show. I'm excited to be here and um, to connect with other moms out there that are trying to live the life of their dreams. So thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, I know that intro right there, at the age of 12, you wanted to become a psychotherapist. So my guests are going to want to know a little bit more about you and
1: what you're currently doing. As so you I remember in the sixth grade, it was a particularly difficult time for my family. And they were, my parents were going through their own separation and seeing a marriage counselor. And I also was probably playing little therapist for mom. Uh, And in that same time frame at school, they had us take some aptitude tests about types of careers that we would be particularly skilled in. And, And my results, my mom always tells me this story, that my results said that I would make an excellent therapist. So what I was already doing Uh, As a young child and observing my parents go through, I would just kind of coalesce into this is what I want to do. I want to help families not have to suffer the way that my family is suffering. And it's a very clear memory for me, and I have never strayed from that trajectory at any point in my life. It's just been very forward movement to this destination of being now a licensed therapist in private practice.
0: Well, that's very unusual for um, a child at that young age to have a clear definition of where they want to go and what they want to do and why they want to do it. Um, And so I think you're a little exception to the rule for some of this. I have a feeling (laughs) that part of our interview, uh, we're going to come up with more things that you're the exception. And I think that's why you and I connect and I really love the work that you're doing. Um, so, don't tell us, tell my listeners
1: a little bit more as a um, therapist, um, who do you help? What do you do? So that has shifted a little bit over time, but as I mentioned, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and that is a specific niche that I was always drawn to, meaning I see the world in a systems way, that families are a system, um, you know, places of work are a system, our bodies are a system. Society is a system that, you know, we're all parts of a whole. And if you can start to make changes in one part of the system, it affects the entire system. And that can that can apply if you're making positive changes, and it also can apply if there are negative things happening in the system. So I tend to view all of my clients from that system's perspective, and that's what a marriage and family therapist does. They always take into account... Um, you know, the family background and how the entire system functions. And so, believe it or not, you know, even in in undergraduate when my advisor was saying, I really think you need to go into a social work degree, I was saying, no, I don't want to be a social worker. I'm very clear that I, I'm a systems thinker. So today I work with a lot of couples and um, I run group therapy and I even run a therapist collective. Uh, which is a group of therapists that we all kind of work and collaborate together in our office space. So those are the things that I specialize in today. Um, Through the course of my career, obviously, developing and and gaining experience, I've worked a lot in the field of addiction, um, codependency, uh, the family side of addiction, meaning supporting the loved ones uh, that, that have addiction in their family, um, and I've worked a lot with people who have chronic illness and a lot uh, with people in the GLBTQ community. So those are some of the things I've done along the way <laughs> to getting to where I am today.
0: Okay, you've done a lot. You've had your hands in a lot. What I personally love um, your definition is about the systems and how you mm-hmm. all parts of a whole and I, I too believe that everything is part of a system, and I just like the way that you phrase that, um, and that's how I work with my clients too. You take them as a whole person and identify non-supportive habits, for example, and mm. wherever it's showing up in one area of your life, I can almost guarantee it's showing up in another area of your life too. Love it. Yeah. Mm. So I, I can appreciate your um, all parts of a whole. Um, as a therapist as a, with marriage and family, what do you enjoy most about what you do?
1: I would say that probably roots back to the original impetus for me wanting to become a therapist, and that's helping people find their happy. You know, so many people move through life, and they are suffering, and they don't realize that they don't have to suffer, but they genuinely don't know how to stop. And I think when I find people who really are motivated to find their happy, to learn how to love, to learn how to be loved, That is so satisfying to me and so sustaining in terms of the world of work, in terms of that aspect of my life career. Um, it's, It's really an amazing experience to be invited into. And the other thing that I really love about what I do is that I believe that one of the most important things I can offer my clients is to practice what I teach. And not just be teaching it because I learned it somewhere, but be teaching it because I've done it, I've been there, I've been on the other side of the sofa, and I believe it's really important for me to keep working on my stuff and to keep learning and growing myself. And so when you're teaching concepts in therapy about self-care and self-love and personal development, it keeps me sharp, it keeps me on my toes. It keeps me growing. And, and that's a conscious choice that I make because it's a value that I hold. But I also love how rewarding it is to me personally because I'm rehearsing such important concepts on a daily basis. Oh, I, I love that. And I
0: couldn't agree with you more. And what I heard about what you said is you love helping people find their happy. What a fun yes. term. People, are you listening up, ladies? Find they're happy okay, yeah, I can help you do that and i I agree with you also it's It's finding the people who are ready and motivated to find they're happy right to mm-hmm. get in that place and um I appreciate you so much as being one of those um teachers who practice what you preach and I'm a big believer mm-hmm. in that. You know, walk you walk, talk you talk, and that's what makes us real and authentic, right? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Keep yourself sharp because that's a conscious choice that you make. So, mm-hmm. wow, kudos to you. Well, Don, I want to shift gears for just a moment and um, sure. chat with you about, so you're a, a, a businesswoman, and yes. I believe that as part of the show, one of the... Um, things that I look for are moms to talk to. So are you a mom? I am a mom. You <laughs> <Or> are a mommy. <laughs> and how many children do you have in the house at the current time?
1: I have just one little girl. She's two. Her name is Grace. She is our little miracle. Um, I've, I've wanted to be a mom for a very long time. I'm, I'm a little bit of an older mom. I'm in my late 30s. Uh, and I didn't... Think for a large portion of my life that I was going to be able to have children. So the fact that I am a mom is a really big deal in my life. <laughs> so she's our little miracle, and um, and I'm just so grateful to have her. And uh, one is enough, one is good, <laughs> and we're just really blessed. I, I kudos to all the moms out there that have more than one. Uh, you're my heroes. I don't know how you do it. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! I remember speaking to one woman. She has um, 16 of her own natural children, and uh, as she just said she's an amazing woman. Yeah, she, well, has be. <laughs> well, she has to. She has to. That's a, a special soul. Um, it really is, and there's there's a lot of different gifts that each of us bring to the table. And um, as as women in business, we make we develop a business because we have a passion for doing something for Mm. other people. And you've shared that already, but you have a passion to help people find their happy. And as women working from the home, and whether it be raising one child or 16, um, there's something to be said about two different mindsets there. One is how do we spend time with those children? Because I'm a big believer that um, more is caught than taught these days. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when our children are watching mom working from home and having consistency and focus and determination, right, and those boundaries, we are teaching them things that they can't necessarily learn in school mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so with you and your daughter, Grace, I love that name, <clears throat> tell us um, what does is, what is quality time look like for you and your daughter? How do you spend that quality time with her?
1: Well, you've probably touched on something that's um, that I struggle with a little bit. Not not with the qual- not with the quantity of time, but with the quality of time. Mm-hmm. I am very clear about my boundaries with work, but I also have a chronic illness, and so a lot of times, quality time is really just us cuddling in bed in the mornings. I'm not a morning person. I've never been a morning person. It's one of my favorite parts about being an entrepreneur is I don't have to be a morning person. Um, (laughs) But I know that rest is one of the most important things in my life period because without it, I am not going to be able to function for myself, for my daughter, for my clients, you name it. So a lot of times we just spend very slow, quiet mornings in bed watching Little Einsteins on Disney Junior while I drink my coffee and we snuggle and – you know, I admire a lot of moms out there that do play groups and take their kids out and do such fun things, and sometimes I feel a little guilt about not doing those things with her in the morning, but I also know that, um, you know, that cuddle time that we have, it's doing more than one thing. It's us spending time together, but it's also me taking care of myself. So while well, I wish sometimes that I did more, um I'm grateful for what I have, so it 's a little bit of a conflict that I deal with sometimes.
0: Well, what I hear is you know at two years old from because um, i 'm a mom of four, and what I do mm-hmm. know is that that snuggle time is sometimes the the, the highlight of their day You know when they yeah. can find bed with mom and just hang out with you and know that you're you're present with them, and yep. you know that allows me to shift a little bit because um. And I, and I love the fact that you've already mentioned this. Some of us are um, very easily making a business, and others of us have difficulties or challenges. And you mentioned that you have um, a chronic illness. How does that affect you with well, – we'll put it in two questions. How does that affect you personally uh, with your business and then mm-hmm. um, personally with your family? How does that affect you?
1: So it kind of depends on – what's going on in life, because just like anything, stress uh, exacerbates my symptoms. Um, I would say in regards to business, the greatest effect that it has is there are times where I am not functioning as well physically, where all I can do is work in my business, meaning I have to just kind of hunker down, take care of myself, see my clients, and that's that. And when I'm feeling better, I can work on my business also, meaning writing blogs, creating YouTube videos, um, you know, coming up with creative new ideas, doing public speaking engagements, things like this with you, um, writing in some of the manuscripts that I'm working on. So um, I would say that the the illness sometimes takes that uh, expanded version of me as an entrepreneur away. And Mm -hmm. I have just learned that when I'm feeling good, go for it, you know, and, and do as much as I can within the limits of my health um, to really be in that creative flow and know that, you know, sometimes I have to be willing to do less and not to push it and not to expect too much from myself in those times. Um, in regards to my family life, uh, it, it's, it's tough on my husband when things are hard because he has to carry, you know, a lot more responsibility in the home and with Grace. Um, So far, I haven't been really sick in about a year and a half. And so Grace hasn't really been old enough to see me really, really sick. It's it's manageable on a daily basis right now. And so I've always been a little fearful about her watching the vitamin supplements that I take and even the prescription medications that I take. Nothing that's mood-altering, but she does certainly see me taking medication on a regular basis. And so as a mom – I've always kind of worried, even when she was, um, before she was born, how is she Mm -hmm. going to interpret that? So that's one of my challenges coming up is how to talk to her about mommy has this illness, but mommy's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And that's part of life.
0: Right. Well, good for you for being aware and so thoughtful about what your daughter is um, seeing. Mm-hmm. And we're happy that you have been feeling better for the last year and a half. That's always a yeah, great thing. Too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. Uh, I too have a uh, challenge, and some days it's really manageable, and other days, um, you know, not so much. Not so much. But what I, heard, you know, but what I heard is something really important. I want everybody else to hear is on those days, if you are a listener and you have a chronic illness or health condition one thing to realize is when it's, when you're not feeling good, be okay with it. Allow yourself the time off to take care of you. Is that what I heard, Dawn?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, take care of you. Well, speaking of taking care of you, um, I need to mention rest is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. As a wife and a mother and a businesswoman, how do else do you unplug and
1: take that downtime and uh, refill your cup? That's a great question. So I am a huge fan of yoga and meditation and those are the my go to's. Um an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> those are those are my those are my go tos for self care. Um you know, when I when I have little pockets of time that I can grab. Um, I love getting to a yoga class that doesn't happen as much as a mom. Um, there's a YouTube channel, Yoga with Adrienne. She is absolutely my favorite uh, online yoga provider. I know there's so many, but, uh, you know, so... I'll throw my mat outside on the pool deck or even in my office, just wherever I can. And um even if Grace is climbing all over me sometimes, you know. <laughs> just to just to hear uh some of the little spiritual phrases that that I'll hear Adrian say and they'll cue me to like really let go and release and relax. Um and then Sometimes even in between clients, whether I'm at the office or I'm at home, I'll throw on a meditation or listen to a Louise Hay uh, meditation that um, just helps me really to stay connected to that higher self and to help relax and restore my central nervous system. And to check in with myself, if I'm feeling uncomfortable or anxious, am I pushing myself harder than I need to? Am I having an unreasonable expectation of myself? So those are the things that I really do to recharge. I also love to get away. Um, And, you know, we spend a lot of time visiting family. Uh, We have family in the keys, which is awesome. So We'll we'll go down there and uh, because we just have the one grandbaby they they are so gracious to take her and then I I get to sleep in and we get to have my husband and I get to have time together with friends and we're really blessed that way to have a lot of family support and to be able to do that in the Keys of all places so um, you know there's a lot of things that we have really woven into our lives so that we can connect as a couple I can recharge personally and um, have fun oh, fun that's what it's all about and you kind of hit on some of
0: my favorite heartstrings you're talking about the keys so no. warm <laughs> sunshine water yes you're speaking my yeah. language now. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: well is there anything else that you enjoy doing for yourself um, other than you know these great ideas of yoga and meditation absence salt back when you have a chance um, is there anything else that you enjoy doing for yourself
1: anything near the water I absolutely love. Okay. Um I'm an avid reader. Uh and, and sometimes it's it's funny. Sometimes I think to myself, Don, can you really read another self help book? Like could you just pick something fun to read? But I really love reading self help books. <laughs> um, and and uh, you know, my husband and I will definitely binge on our share of Netflix. You know, we're watching Bloodline, which is um filmed in the Keys and so of course like our high school that we both graduated from and my dad's business you know have been featured there so we kind of have a fun time doing things like watching that and checking out all of our old haunts that's one of the things we're doing right now so um, I love that story too my husband uh,
0: (laughs) you know I can remember uh, years ago when our um, other children so funny we've been married 30 years but we have basically two sets of kids and our first three, we were the young parents, and having three kids mm. so young, we didn't have a life. So um, mm-hmm. our quality time used to be sitting on the couch playing um, Nintendo. You know? Ah, uh huh. <laughs> we, we, that was the way we spent time because, you know, we have three kids, and, well, we can't go out with everybody else in our age group Thanks. and hang out. And uh, being the older parents now, um, yeah, we're back to, well, there was no life or <laughs> not much of it, so what do you do together? And we do the Netflix binge watching too. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do what you I, uh, have to do
1: to spend that time. Absolutely. Some of the things that have really benefited me, both as a mompreneur and just a a woman, have been investing in things that, like, really. When I say investing, I mean investing our financial resources in things that might cause us to have to cut back in luxury areas, but they have allowed us to lead full lives. So let me yeah, say a little sell. more about that. Um, mm-hmm. We have a full-time um, – she's our nanny, but she's also my personal assistant. So she – you know, I employ her full-time, and I, and I didn't have the ability to do that early on in my business. But the more that my business grew, and then once we had Grace – we made the decision that while we might not drive the fanciest cars and we might not live in the biggest house, we have put our financial resources towards having that full-time help because it does allow us to go out with our friends here and there it does allow us to she'll make dinner for us a couple nights a week you know she Mm -hmm. um you know will help with running errands and and even running my business she is awesome at graphic design and is really great at social media It's just Mm -hmm. we're really blessed to have her specifically but that was an investment that I wanted to make because it was more important to me to have extra time than it was to have extra money um and so that's been a really, really valuable investment to creating a balanced life for us and um, being able to focus on on our relationship, my husband and I. Um, and that the sounds, other thing is that, is that like I was a great tip. Yeah. I can't say enough about it. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to decide what your priorities are. Um, mm-hmm. But my priority is definitely quality of life. And
0: mm-hmm. that
1: doesn't always equal, um, you know, extravagance. So... Um, The other thing is that as a mom, I was always very, very clear that I wanted my daughter to sleep in her bed in her room and that I knew I needed that time with my husband and for myself to recharge. And so we're very blessed that she's always been a good sleeper. I know that that isn't the case for a lot of families. But, um, you know, very early on, I would say before six months, she was in her crib in her bed. And we have a video monitor still, but uh, she has never slept in our bed, not one night. And so I think that that makes a very big difference also, in terms of our quality of connection in our marriage and my ability to recharge. Well Don, I love those tips um because it really it's it's absolutely
0: true. It's what you choose to um, invest in to make the quality of life worthwhile and you're absolutely right. Some people uh choose to have the fancier cars and houses and essentially um skip out on those relationship times with their spouse mm-hmm. or their families. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one of the best tips I, I have heard yet, so thank you for sharing that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, well, I respect your time, and as we kind of wrap up our time together, one of the things that I have found um, from when I listen to any kind of interview or shows is transparency and understanding that if I connect to somebody, I'd like to know a little bit more on Wow, she can do it, I can do it, right? Sure. And the the show is, as you know, is about balancing some quality time with your business, taking care of yourself, having family time. And what I can really appreciate in your statement earlier is your love for reading books and always on personal Mm -hmm. development. (laughs) Because um, I've said that same thing to myself. Can't you read something more fun? And I tend to, (laughs) um, probably the last 10 years, that you would not qualify them as fun books. Uh-huh. Right. They're always about making me a better person, and that's um, mm. my choice in life right now. Um, so with looking ahead for you in the future, um, what is one skill or something that you would like to change or improve that you feel would um, continue to benefit you in having a more balanced life with that family, personal, and work time?
1: I know one of my biggest growth opportunities is more consistent self-care and I think probably so many people can relate to that um Mm -hmm. but really like making it a point to to find a way to get to a yoga studio more frequently because I know that saying it's hard I have I have a kid I have a business it's really just an excuse. We, prior, we do what we prioritize. And so it's, it, it's my willingness and readiness to make a commitment to say, I'm going to go and do this, and I'm going to carve out that time, and I'm going to prioritize it. And so I, I just know that that's one of my growth yes. opportunities and something I'd like to tackle this year for sure is um, putting more energy and effort into consistent self-care. Does
0: that make sense? I think that- well, you know absolutely it does, and some people that I talk to um, their self care is getting out to participate in a physical activity. Uh, some uh-huh. people I talk to it is truly that personal uh personal personal care like skin care, you know, taking uh-huh. time out for me for that gigantic organ that I have, and making sure that when it looks great, I feel great um. Uh-huh. But you hit the nail on the head it really is about it's a conscious choice and when we make that conscious decision we'll find we'll figure it out we'll make it happen Mm -hmm. so thank you for being very honest and transparent about what you're working on for your future self and you know i apologize i did not ask if you've had any um golden nuggets or any special closing to share with my listeners (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I think that you have picked up on a couple of them that are just my constant go-tos. You said something earlier about if, um, if you're doing something in one area of your life, it's going to show up in another place, and that is one of the things that I am just known to say to people that uh, we're not as good at compartmentalizing as we think, and it's what you do in life, you do in life. So <clears throat> if, you're, if you're making excuses or you're struggling in one area, it's showing up either in your business, your family, your relationships, just name it. And so, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about being willing to take a look at yourself and to figure out how you're getting in your own way, because what you do in life, you do in life. So that's definitely one of the things that I've, I'm known for saying. Um, and the other thing that I'm definitely a huge proponent of is that there is always a solution to your problem and I think oftentimes in life we get to a place where we feel trapped and scared and we don't know which way to turn and I have come to find out a lot in a lot of ways through having a chronic illness and also what I mentioned earlier about believing I was infernal most of my life, that there is a solution to every problem. I cannot be the only person in this universe that has had this problem and in, and that there's no solution out there. And so I tend to always take the attitude that the solution may not be what I want it to be or what I initially thought it was going to be. But as long as I'm doing the footwork, I'm going to find a solution, and I have to sometimes be willing to invest, just like I mentioned earlier with investing in an assistant. I need to invest a lot of times financial resources and um, energy and, and psychological resources into learning. What solutions are out there? So, I'm someone who, if I don't know how to do it, I'm going to hire someone to teach me and I'm going to find a solution. And I'm not going to allow myself to stay in that scared, stuck place of I'm trapped. So, there's a solution to every problem, and what we do in life, we do in life. So, those are two That's things awesome. that I
0: would, yeah.
1: Phenomenal. Thank you. So, I couldn't have said it
0: better. So, thank you for saying it for me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well Dawn thank you I want to just thank you one more time for being an amazing guest and again we're so happy that you've been happy and healthy for a good year and a half
1: and um, yeah. is there how about our listeners if they want to now what area are you in by the way before I ask you this well that's an interesting point so um Right now I have an office location and a home in Boca. Um but I'm opening a new office location in Key Largo. I just booked my first Key Largo client this week. I'm super excited for that. That's a Ooh. business expansion win. And I also have a large uh client base that I see online. There's there are a lot of great um software. Options out there for online counseling, mm-hmm. which is a growing niche, so I use yes. v c dot com and I see clients online as well so BoCA you are going online is my new little hashtag <laughs> <laughs> well, well we're going to make sure that we have all of your information
0: on the website with your interview, but if you'd like to put it out there right quick for everyone, anyone who's listening, they can pause it and write it down, and we'll also have it on the website so tell them where to find you
1: okay, so my Website is DawnWigginsTherapy.com, and you can also find me on YouTube the same way, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, uh, Dawn Wiggins Therapy. So uh, if you ever have any questions or are just looking for support or a way to connect or, you know, need help, please don't hesitate to reach out. All right. Well, thank you so much.
0: And everyone, thank you again for tuning in to A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. And be sure to tune in to us for next week and have a great day.